Welcome to Duel of Taints. I'm Kane. And I'm Rhett. And yeah, we, we've missed a couple weeks, Weeks, Rhett. Uh, Indeed. Welcome back, Kane. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it's, it's my fault. Not, <laughs> it's, it's really we more... Both, it's we really, both. It's really... Our... But yeah, it's really more my ass's fault. <laughs> well, Kane, I wish I could say that you're an ass, but uh, it's... Too, too well, soon, Rhett. Too soon. Too soon. No, I, uh... Well, should, okay, going back three years, I had a really bad infection. It was called a perirectal abscess. <laughs> per, I'm sorry? A perirectal abscess. Perirectal abscess. Which basically means I have I had a big old cyst up my ass. When I say up my ass, like not like not like a hemorrhoid, so right there in the cusp. It's it was in my my it anus. Was, my it anus was deep in his it was anus. Bad and then so I, for three I, years he hid this uncomfortable no, no, hunk of metal in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was three years ago it happened, and I waited way too long to go to the doctor, and pretty much I had to be rushing emergency surgery because I had to fix it, drain it, put me under, and all that. And and uh, so yeah, I was out pretty much. Then it, I waited two weeks, had it for two weeks, then went in, and then was out of work everything for another two weeks. And so, long story short, flash forward three years later. It started up again. I uh, started having the same feelings, same. <laughs> but Kane, same bless his heart, use. had the foresight, yeah. or maybe the hindsight. Oh, hindsight, <laughs> as in his butt. Cha-ching! I'll be here all day. But uh, he Please had don't. the foresight to go to the doctor ahead of time. <laughs> I went to the doctor this time only after a couple of days. And, he, you know, and the doctor, uh, well, this actually is a funny story, but uh, <laughs> the doctor actually used to go to church with. Hmm. <laughs> Um, I won't. I, I won't say his his name. I have to exercise the demons from your uh, bum hole, Kane. <laughs> have to exercise the demons no, from your so, bum hole with so my like penis, I told Kane. My, I told my wife when I was at work after like the second day of this, as uh, babe, you're gonna have to call and make an appointment for me. I was, I was just really busy at work, couldn't do. It. I was like, just, can you? You know, she's like, okay, yeah, fine. And I didn't have a a, a set doctor because we had just switched insurances and whatnot. And so she calls, makes the appointment, called, called. You know, calls me like, yeah, I made appointments for tomorrow, you know, during the day, which is fine because I was going to get work off anyways. And then, so, uh, <laughs> I get back and, you know, she's like, okay, yeah, it's here over here. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, and she, I was like, what, what's the doctor's name, guy or girl? I was like, oh, it's a guy. Um, oh, God. She, she's like, I can't remember his name. We, we got to look it up. So we looked it up and this doctor, I, it turns out, I won't say his real name, Dr. C. Um, it Dr. Turned, Cunt. No, he's actually a really good guy. But uh, turns out I've known this guy literally almost my entire life. <laughs> I went to, used to go to church with him. And, like, we used to be in the, the worship band together. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he, he, was, he was one of the vocalists, slash, he played the harmonica, too, which was actually he was really good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but, uh, it's like, oh, man. I, I was like, crap. You, I, I, so I told her, like, I've known this guy my whole life, pretty much. I used to go to church with this guy. He's gonna have to, have to put his finger up my ass to find this infection, and so she's like, "Well, do you want me to change it?" I'm like, "No, nah, screw it. It's fine. He's a doctor." <laughs> so I get there, and he like walks into the room, and like you look, see the look on his face because he knew what the point was about. He's like, "Ah, shit." <laughs> so you know, we're he's talking. like, "Hopefully, I get to stick my finger up an attractive person's butt today." Instead, I get you. <laughs> so uh, walk in there. <laughs> Yeah, it was just awkward the entire thing. He's asking me like, so you know, what's certain? I tell him the whole story, tell him everything. He's like, well, yeah. He, the thing is, he's actually an internist. I mean, like, he's kind of like 
you know the show House. Those those are internists. They like the, the expert diagnosis. That's actually what he specializes I think I know who in. This doctor is. Yeah, Doctor C. And then uh, so he, so he he goes. He didn't he didn't go straight for the ass, which surprised me because I I always assume when you say you have a all the ladies go straight for your ass. Okay. <laughs> I always assume when you <laughs> tell a doctor my ass hurts that they go straight for the ass. But no, he's like checking my abdomen, my pulse, all this other bullshit. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, and finally, all and finally you know, after he exhausted every other thing, you can tell you just didn't really want to put his finger up my ass. He's like, all right, well, I guess you're just going to have to roll over. And, uh, like, you sound like my wife. <laughs> and, uh, you know, pull your pants down. And, uh, let's just... and, and then he, so I do it. And I thought, I what is it with doctors? Because three years ago, I had the same problem. No warning. I just all, my only warning is like the sound the lube makes you know, right on his fingers, and then jams it in there. And I I, I swear to God, I started laughing. <laughs> I just I started laughing, and, he, and the doctor's perplexed. He's just like, "Are are you enjoying this?" I said, I said "No." He's like, "Does it hurt?" Yeah. He's like, "Why are you laughing?" He's like. The guy who used to play harmonica in the worship band has his finger up my ass. He's like, "Oh, that'll do it." <laughs> and so he's like, "Yeah, I think you're right. I think you know, I think it's a an abscess, but I think we caught it in time. I'm just gonna give you some really uh powerful antibiotics. Like how powerful? I'm like the ones that we give people for when they go septic because I want to try to get nip this in the bud because normally an abscess, a cyst, you have to drain to get rid of it. But this one, you know, it's right at the beginning, mm-hmm. kind of possibly lucked out. So you." I can't remember. I can't even pronounce the name of the meds he subscribed. But really powerful antibiotics, which make you like yeah, it's of, Clorox. Yes, <laughs> bleach. <laughs> so I take it, and God, it made me so nauseous. Like you actually, one yeah, few days later, actually had to you and Bailey had to come watch the boys, and you had to drag my fat ass out to the. And it was like the, weird too, because like, I was, I was. I it could, was weird because you, like you looked pretty normal, but like it seemed like you were just like either drunk or like stoned, because you were just like carried you out and you were fine, like you weren't like a burden, but like you just said the weirdest things and you like d- like <laughs> Bailey was holding Brantley and you were like, good boy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I because he was scared. Like, I wanted to make, try. I was trying to like. Make yeah, you probably build. scared him more. <laughs> I, 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 I probably, I probably did, but I could tell he was kind of scared because all this talk, and then all of a sudden Bailey and B and Uncle Red are here, and because part of the side effects is that make it can make you really nauseous, and which, which is that part's normal, but if like if it gets to the point where you you can't do anything, you have headaches, you have you're shivering, all this other stuff, like you're supposed to go into the ER, mm-hmm. and so all this bad stuff started happening at once. I could, I could barely stand, and. uh so yeah, well, you guys came over. You helped my fat ass into the yeah, the and car, then, and, Bailey, or, and when uh, Dink was in the way, you were like, "Dink, you you stupid!" <laughs> like you were just like really quiet, like Dink, you you're just so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sick. I was pretty much just stoned. Yeah. But uh, I was, so, and then you came back and you were completely fine. Oh, like, Zofran, faking it. No, Zofran. <laughs> yeah, Zofran's the. That's all it was Zofran. I just get, I, I, you know, we get to the ER and. I go in and I sit in a wheelchair and I'm like checking in and that's like anti-nausea, right? What? Zofran? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like Isn't it's... that what they use for like chemo? Yeah. <laughs> it is. My mom was on Zofran yeah, for a lot of people, yeah. But uh no, so I get into the the ER and Why don't you just take some Pepto, you little bitch. I know. Do you really think I was faking it? No, I didn't think you were faking it, but you came in and you were like completely fine and oh, I was like the Zofran. Fuck? Oh, part of it also I got I had a good in a way, good stress relief when I got there because 
Oh get, yeah, you yelled. I get, oh, I get. Yeah. I got checked in, you know, and they're calling. They keep calling back for a nurse, you know, like a triage. To come out here, and they couldn't find anybody. And then finally, I guess they call. They found somebody who was busy, and the lady at the front desk was like, "You just need to send a nurse out here right now, because we have a patient who needs to be, he needs to be checked in. <coughs> you know, he needs to get in." And then, so a few minutes later, this this fucking cunt of a nurse comes out, and nurse C, nurse C, <laughs> yeah, nurse C. And when she walks out, she's like, okay, so what's going on? Right in front of everybody. There's like two cops in there for whatever reason. There's a bunch of other people in the waiting room. Like right in front of me. It's like, so what's going on? Like, I said, really? Right here? Uh, all right. So I tell her, you know, the whole ass infection story. You know, the doctor had his finger up my ass and I laughed. You know, all this stuff. And uh, <laughs> Told her that. Huh? She's like, and so she's like, okay, so what do you want to do? And I just, like, I could, I could feel Lisa's, like, hand on my shoulder, like, that, that grab, like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> I just blew up, and I'm like, what the fuck do you think I want to do? Uh, seriously, I'm fucking here, I'm sitting here looking fucking miserable, and you're asking me that stupid fucking question like that? Fucking get me back there, make me better! What the fuck is wrong with you? And the, the one of, like, the, not the secretary, but, like, the front desk ladies was, like, doing her best not to laugh. And the, this nurse like, oh, like, well, I'm sorry, someone just said you had questions. Like, oh, my fucking question is, why the fuck are we sitting? I'm just pissed off screaming at her. And she, she gets me back there. And she keeps like, I'm sorry, I, I just saw, I, I, someone told me the wrong info. I was like, I don't give a shit. Just get me something. Make me better. You know, I just lost. And by that time, I was actually feeling kind of better. Because I was like, I was, <laughs> my mind was taking off how sick I was. It, it said I was concentrating on how stupid this nurse was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she, anyways, so. And she was being a bitch. Like she was asking all the, like the the regular questions they're supposed to ask. Yeah. And uh, but it was, she was, she had a real attitude about it the whole time. And I granted it because I you know I was cussing at her and insulted her. But yeah, you know, you're a fucking bitch. You know, I was a fucking asshole. But she was also and then she started being a cunt. It's like sorry, you get paid like sixty bucks an hour. Stop being a cunt. I didn't say that till later. Um, no, I and then she's she's walking out and just real attitude. Like basically said, okay, well the doctor will get to you when you know when he can get to you. <coughs> Walked and so she walks out and I don't know if she heard me. She might have. Lisa thought she did. It doesn't matter. I said, I, I just and under my breath, but maybe it wasn't that quiet. I just said, "Fucking cunt," you know. It's just oh god, it would piss me off. I just hate hate people like that. Well, you know that wasn't lube she used to get in your ass either. That no, was, no, one, no, that no, was spit. It's the, sort the of the like doctor, a service. The doctor industry. there didn't like look at my ass or anything. He I just told him the side effects of what was going on and why we were there, and he just like was friend. Here, take this, and uh, I'll be back in 10 minutes. Tell me how you feel. Okay, so I took it, and 10 minutes later, he's like, how do you feel? <laughs> Fucking good. <laughs> All right, cool. See he's like, good. Now smoke this J see you later. And, and, so, uh... <laughs> here's some marijuana, and uh, <laughs> see you later. So that was that. Zofran, yeah, fucking worked. And I got back. I was feeling right as rain. <laughs> nice. But, but yeah, that's the reason why. Mission accomplished. Yeah, and so I'm just now getting over it. I mean, I'm off the meds, and so finally I'm pooping right again. That's good. I'm glad to hear your bowel movements are getting a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I knew you would be glad to hear that. I know when that doctor had his uh, finger in your ass, you weren't laughing because of the fact that you know you went to church with him. You were laughing because your first thought was of me, and uh, <laughs> I don't. Fuck you, Kane. <laughs> That's not even a good gay joke. <laughs> I tried to make a joke, and you you killed it. You I let it, it I'm pretty sure it died before it was even It was born. like a game of volleyball, Kane. I hit you the ball. That was a, that was a stillborn joke. I was trying to set you up first. Too soon? T- I don't know. <laughs> Who had a stillborn? I don't know. I'm just, sorry. Just, it's a, sorry. Anyways. Um, Who had a stillborn, Kane? Nobody. Oh. Anyway. And, uh, yeah, so Kane had 
Kane had asshole problems, and and Rhett's just an asshole. <laughs> so we didn't get to the to the podcast, and uh, and if you guys have been following, you know you probably would have noticed that Andy Brothers wasn't up right either, and it's just because, well, when Kane goes down. We all go down. I had the mic. <laughs> that too. <laughs> and Rich too busy just to drive over to my house and get it. Yeah. Well, and I was a little sick too, and I just, man, I was like getting home from work, and I was just like, going to bed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I like worked out in the sun all day one day, and I came back, and I was like so sick, and like Bailey made this huge bowl of pasta, so I ate like five bowls of it. Oh, of, God. I ate like five bowls of it, and then drank a glass of milk, and then I was like, <laughs> just, out. just like literally slept for like 13 hours oh shit <coughs> yeah it was rough but feeling a little better now i got a bit of a cough still but and kane's a douche and he's smoking around you're me you're smoking one too i don't know what the fuck you're talking about you ass prick <laughs> how'd you bring that up man yeah so anyways you get a little little fissure in your asshole and you cry about it so anyways hey uh <laughs> change the subject change quick the subject quick though. <laughs> So did you see the the preview to Tusk? <laughs> yes. What did you think? What did you think? Uh, honestly, like the trailer, I heard I heard Kev Smith talking about it today, and he said like you know most of the time you watch a trailer and it's like oh well I saw the whole movie you know it's like I saw all oh, the cool parts yeah. and he was like you didn't see twenty percent of what we have to offer and he's like a lot of people came up to me and said like. Like, you know what, what if this is just a whole mind game? Like, what if he doesn't actually get turned into a walrus and all this shit? And Kev Smith was just like, let me fucking tell you right now, a motherfucking man gets turned into a motherfucking walrus. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I saw that. I had to, the honest to God truth is, I, when I saw it, I, because they've been, I've watched it like 10 times. Oh yeah, same here. Um, but like, they've been on like Twitter and then, you know, they've been talking about it all the time. Oh, at Comic-Con that, you know, the trailer's going to be released. I've, yeah. for weeks I've been talking about it. So finally I was like. Comic Con came out. I'm like, okay, God, I hope someone posted it online. Yeah, and they did. And holy shit! Like, I watched it and I had to rewatch it two or three yeah. times to make sure it was real. Oh that my is, god, that's one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Like, freaking Michael it's Parks. Michael Parks, I know. Dude, that that dude, like, better get a fucking Oscar just for that trailer. Because holy shit, that that one scene where they're both growling it, or or I guess Justin Long is like screaming and all. Yeah, he's like, like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Michael Parks is like. Ah. Well, <laughs> It's like, well, mother of God, I have to see this what's, movie. what's great about it is, like, he doesn't pull any punches. Like, he flat out says, like, you know, Kev Smith flat out says, like, this is going to be, like, one of the weirdest movies you've seen. And what I love about it, too, is I'm so happy. I'm so happy that, you know, like, yeah, Red State was a good movie. Red State was a good movie. I, I, I like it more. I, I watched it a couple times. First time, I was like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, the first time I watched second it, I was, was like, like oh, well, it's actually pretty good. After you watch it for the second time, you kind of know what the film's about, and then you watch it, and you're like, oh, okay. Like you, yeah. It makes more sense, and you're like, this is what it was d- going for. It's and actually you, one of his... I mean, I haven't seen Tusk yet, but I, I'd say Red State's probably one of his best movies, if not the best. I mean, Clerks is, Clerks is obviously always going to be up there. I mean, I really like Dogma. Dogma's really good. I like Clerks 2 might be my favorite still. That's but, his favorite of his own movies. Yeah. Well, I, I, I liked it, but, uh, I mean, Jersey Girl and Cop Out both suck. He, he even admits, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, but who can blame him? Yeah. But, um, I know, I'm really excited for the movie, actually. And I'm, I'm just, it's so cool that, like, literally, he, he says it all the time, too, like, I mean, who else, who the fuck else is going to make a movie about a walrus man getting turned into a walrus, you know? And he's like, 
well, shit, I'll do it. Like, that's the movie I'd well, it's make. It's funny, because he was, he was actually getting out of mo- making movies. Like, yeah. He I, was retired I, for, like, three years. Well, that, and, like, he was talking about, like, yeah, for a while, like, Hit Somebody was going to be, like, his movie, and then they decided, well, we'll make it into a TV, like, miniseries, but then that, that got on hold or something. Yeah. And then Clerks 3 has been rumored. He's been talking about trying to do that, and all of a sudden, he got the movie making, but, because now he, there's going to be a, a Canadian trilogy, a yoga, yoga, yeah. ho- I just listened to that podcast, too, today. Yoga, Yoga Hosers is going to be a movie. Yeah, and so then that, he's doing, um, what's the other one? Oh, I can't remember, but um, there's going to be three movies. I, guess, I think, I don't know for a fact. But I think oh, he, he, said, he said it was Moose Jaws, but I don't know oh, if that yeah, was yeah, a joke. No, no, I, actually, you're right, I think. It might be a joke. Because the other one was called Comes the Krampus. Yeah. And that was like about that episode, like with like the Santa Claus monster guy, yeah. like. I love the ending. My, I actually, I think that's what sold me. Oh, for anyone on, who doesn't know, we're talking about Kevin Smith's podcast, Mod Smodcast. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Smodcast. He's uh, been making movies based off of th- shit they talk about on their the podcast. Tusk was was is based off the I can't remember the, like the two, Walrus and the like Carpenter. Two forty nine. It's like two sixty nine, I think. Oh, okay, but uh, and uh, oh, Walrus I, and the Carpenter, and they just go off about like they were reading these ads, and it turns out that it was fake, a fake ad, but. Uh, Someone basically like, look at this ad, uh, Kev. Like, you know, this guy like is offering free room and board, but your only thing is like for two hours a day you have to like dress up as a walrus and like talk to him. It and turns out that ad was fake. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, oh I'm sorry. The guy who wrote it. I'm a dick. The guy who wrote it, he um, became like an assistant like producer for Tusk. Oh no shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Dude, I'm stoked. That trailer looks so freaking good. I can't wait to go see that movie. Um. Yeah, it looks so good. I think what really sold me, the first time I was watching it, I'm like, oh my god, like this is the most bizarre trailer I've ever seen. It's so badass. And just like, fucking Michael Parks nails it, you know? And then at the end, Justin Long, he's like, I don't want to die in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Guy Lapointe makes an appearance. Yeah, Ralph it. Garman. No, he's not He's not Guy Lapointe. Oh. Johnny Depp's Guy Lapointe. It's Johnny like, Depp is yeah, in go, go on the Wikipedia. And, <laughs> no. And uh, Ralph Garman plays another detective. Um but uh, yeah, Johnny Do, Johnny really? Depp plays Guy Lapointe. I I've heard the yogurt or uh, yoga hoser is actually going to be with Guy Lapointe. Like I heard, I don't know if it's true, but I hope so. That'd be freaking amazing. Oh God, yes! I was really hoping when he was going through the whole process, like on all of his podcasts, he was posting going through, like, oh yeah, you know who I want to play Guy Lapointe? He's like, I wrote the script for Guy Lapointe for Quentin Tarantino. And I was oh. like, oh, that would have been so awesome. Oh, man. But Quentin was just like, nah, man, I'm busy. Sorry. And it's like, damn. God, he should have. That'd be sweet. I mean, he got everybody on. It's What's cool about it is that I guess he uh, kind of, I mean, he really tore down his movie career before he left, you know, just saying, like, fuck this place. Like, And he said, you know, fuck you to the wrong people and all this stuff. So kind of coming back into it, it was kind of hard for him. It was kind of like starting fresh a little bit. But I don't know. I mean, Kemp's, I don't know, I can't tell you blame him, I mean, I don't know. I'm I mean, super excited for it, though, I'm like, I, uh, I don't, I'm more stoked for that, I mean, God forgive me for saying this, but I'm more stoked for Tusk than I am, like, The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies. Oh, I am too! Like, but I'm like, more excited for this than, like, I was stoked for I mean, The Hobbit, I was like, I'm getting, I'm at, I'm right now, I'm at the point, financially, where I'm pretty, two kids, I'm sing, single income, like, I'm pretty stingy with what, what movies I go see in the theater. Yeah. And I, 
like up until like Tusk trailer, I was like, oh, maybe I'll see The Hobbit in theater. That's about it. Well, we almost it's <laughs> like we almost have to see Tusk too because like we've been with it like since the oh, beginning man, almost. I'm so you know, stoked for that movie. But, oh, uh, I know, and I'm just I I just want to see like I just want to see a motherfucker get turned into a motherfucking walrus. Oh yeah, I want to see how they pull that off. If, what they do. Anyways, anything else? Uh, what else is up on the the docket for today? <laughs> anyway, Kane, um, I know we were kind of talking about saving this, but since we're sort of just getting back into the swing of things, uh, maybe this is a prudent time to read some fan mail. Let's do it from some fans. So some friends. Some fans. Family. Oh, fan oh. <laughs> This was from Bailey and Lisa and... Mm-hmm. My mom. Your mom. <laughs> My mom. Mm-hmm. Jason. <laughs> <coughs> um, actually, um, this is from some people who, yeah, sure, we're friends with in real life, but um, not all of them, it looks like. But uh, first question. First question. Um, comes from Joel Thompson of Oregon. Glad to see some fellow Oregonians listening <laughs> to this show. He's my neighbor. <laughs> uh, Joel asks, you know, getting caught up on, on Duel of Saints, what's your guys' inspiration for podcasting, and where did the idea of Duel of Taints come from in general? Our inspiration for podcasting? We've talked about it before. Uh, we have. I mean, so, big... Joel, if you're catching up, we'll yeah. cut you some slack. I, mean, I guess, our, really, Smodcast, Tell Him Stevie Dave. Yeah, honestly, or, I think... Are, those I are think my two favorites. My biggest inspiration for podcasting definitely is Smodcast. Um, just, I mean, literally, just listening to those guys talk about Harry Potter and Jaws and yeah. Star Wars and... Hitler. Hitler and all that stuff. I mean, it's... But then, the... I guess... The Duel of Taints came about, we were, it came about because we had, the first episode we actually rehashed the argument, but, uh, yeah, uh, it's basically <laughs> who's who was the most the, powerful yeah, Jedi, most, we actually had that argument, not <laughs> for a podcast, it was actually an actual argument, yeah, and, uh, it was heated, I've... and then eventually, I, I don't remember who suggested the web, but basically like, oh, these sweet podcasts, like just Duel of Taints, and, and I know now, like 11, 10, 11 episodes in, like, we really don't duel that much, <laughs> no, we don't, because we but we do have some good duels coming up, I think. We've just been waiting for... Yeah, the Bigfoot for... one is still coming up. That's coming up here in September. Oh, yeah, we do got the Bigfoot hunt coming up. Um, but, um, we, you know, we do have some, some planned arguments coming. But, you know, we try to take them as we come. And we don't like to necessarily come too unprepared either. I know that kind of ruins the magic a little yeah, bit. But, but, but uh, yeah, I think... yeah. I think, and Rhett came, Rhett, Rhett came up with the name Duel of Taints. Yeah, it's a riff on Duel of Fates. Duel of the Fates from uh, episode one. But uh, I know you you, you actually uh, initially said that as a joke, like we should just call it Duel of Taints, and I was like, oh, that's it, that's it. <laughs> it's actually stuck pretty good. A lot of people, you know, they think it's funny, but it also it sticks. It seats the show. <coughs> Let's face it, we are taints, pretty much. And plus, I mean, this podcast is pretty much a taint on the face of podcasting, podcasting. so. <laughs> So there's that too, but yeah, I think I don't know. We just look at these guys who are doing it, and even though maybe we're not as good, no, we we're just, not. <laughs> we just figured we'd do it ourselves, and and we wanted to argue about 
<laughs> stupid shit that no one else argues about. And really, the biggest argument out of this is, um, and you have some, email, some more emails about it for the next episode. That oh, we'll yeah, get. we'll have to get caught up on those later. Han and... Yeah, Han versus Indiana. Indiana. That's that. That's the one where we actually literally <laughs> went from just like a, a, a kind of a debate between friends slash in-laws to an actual, <laughs> like you got pissed off at me. Well, we time. really can't bring it up around the <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving table anymore because <laughs> you're a dirty piece of shit. <laughs> you're a fucking dick. Why don't you go get another anal fissure or whatever yeah, the fuck's wrong with you? It's not an anal fissure, okay? Yeah? It's not. Why don't you go sit on it? Wow, mm-hmm. dude. Wow. That's not cool. Whatever. Go take some strong antibiotics and get sick about it. Man, you're really hurting me now, man. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> me too. But uh, uh, what else do we got going on? Um, do you have any more? I do. Next question comes from Jesse. Gender neutral Jesse. No last name. <laughs> no last name. <coughs> Jesse writes in. Being a fan of movies, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Jesse. <laughs> Being a fan of movies, do you think Jaws is truly evil? Jaws, meaning the shark. I'm assuming that Jesse doesn't specify, okay, but <laughs> we'll, we'll just assume it's a shark. Do you think Jaws? I wonder if they're talking about James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> we'll read the rest of the question. Let's see. Is Jaws truly evil? Or just acting on animal nature. So it must be Jaws. Yeah. Well, okay, I guess it still could be you know, Jaws from James Bond, but... <laughs> True. Um, which, but, <laughs> by the way, Moonraker is the worst Bond movie ever. That has Jaws in it. <laughs> I think Jaws is like in four of them, isn't he? Oh, I think he... I don't know, four, maybe two how or many, three. How many are Odd Job in? I think he's only in one or two. Oh. Anyways, Well, um, what do you think? Is, is Jaws truly evil or... Just acting on animal instinct. Well, and I guess really animal instinct. He just happens to be a really smart shark, I guess, you know, or powerful, but I'd say animal instinct. Smile, but, you son of a... But then again, when a shark's, you know, tearing you in half, you don't really think, oh, he's just instinct. You fucking evil piece of, of shit. Son of a bitch. Smile, you so I would say, son of a... <laughs> <laughs> that whole movie, though, like the best scene... Smile, you son of a... No. Well, I mean, if that's what yours is, that's cool, but... For me, like my favorite scene, what I personally think is the best scene is the whole. The shark's not even in it. Like it's that scene when they're like he's talking on the about boat. The, yeah, and the USS in, oh god, that, that that is that's almost scarier than the rest of the movie. Yeah, no, that's a great. You mind fucking turning your tone up? No, I'm kidding. Your wife texting you? Yeah, because uh, Brantley, um, we were we couldn't get him to sleep when I left him. At least he's like, yeah, don't worry about this. Go, and I guess it's turn into a disaster she's like come back <laughs> yeah. well no but um well generally like for whatever reason i'm a little bit better at getting him asleep than she is and i don't know it might have to do with he's around her most of the day and Ooh, better skilled at parent no i'm kidding <laughs> no, oh no she's no a... you're a male you're his role model he wants to do what daddy's no doing. I, yeah i think that's his there's a little less bs with dad when it comes i mean he can't he, I don't know. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm he spends inf- all day I'm with more, mom. I'm more of the enforcer yeah. in the relationship. No, no, Lisa's a freaking wonder mom. She she has uh, the little one now, Matthias Brantley, and then um, she watches... Liam. Yeah, Liam. 
two to three times a week, sometimes even more than that, but generally two to three times a week. So she, yeah, she has three boys under four. <laughs> yeah. A lot. So yeah, she's, but anyways, yeah, it just turned into a disaster, I guess. Um, so I'll turn that down. Anyways, so what do you think? Josh? Uh, I think he's truly evil. Yeah, fair enough. I think he's truly evil. I think that, uh, the devil touched his heart <laughs> and, uh, God is absent from his life. And then if he just accepts Jesus into his heart, um, he could be saved, live a very wholesome life. Can sharks go to heaven? All sharks go to heaven. Really? I believe... They should make that movie. <laughs> Instead of all, you know, because they they're already yeah. dead all dogs go to heaven. All, all sharks, go, all to sharks heaven. go to heaven. Yep, they're used to like Jaws. That's about it. Other famous <laughs> sharks. Is there any other famous ones? Um... There's that Deep Blue Sea movie that had sharks. In they it. weren't named. Yeah, they weren't named, but Jaws technically isn't named either. Well, the no, most not... famous one is Bruce. Oh, from uh, no Finding Nemo. No, from Jaws. One of the animatronic sharks' name was, was Bruce. Oh, but like in the movie itself, they don't actually call him Jaws, or they kind of it's that shark or that son of a bitch. You know? <laughs> that son of a <laughs> smile, you son, son of a. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it'd just probably be Jaws <laughs> up there. Pretty much. Um, I can't think of any other ones. I mean, there's tons of movies like Sharknado, but I haven't even bothered watching I think that, that a person, an evangelical pastor or minister or whatever, should really focus on um, getting sharks into heaven. <laughs> Jump down there and shark Probably a market for that. What do you mean market? A market for like saving the souls of sharks. <clears throat> Freaking some of those televangelists, if there's a market for it, they'll do it. Yeah. If if, if they could figure out a way to get paid but by Kane, a shark, they'd do it. But Kane, would you really want to go to heaven if there it was full of sharks? Well, what, what if it's like <clears throat> Fuck. Jim Crow heaven where like sharks and humans separate separate but equal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Or he says it might be okay in that in that, in that situation. That, that heaven, your heaven is not getting eaten by sharks. Their heaven is eating you. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe their souls are all kind of just the same. Do sharks even have souls? I don't know. I think the well, the Bible. I think really don't only people, only humans have souls. Theory. That's what the Bible kind of insinuates. But I, don't I think know. that's like very zoolist. Zooist. I think that's very zoolalist. Zoolalist. Trying to say like racist, but for we're out here. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, go go ahead. We'll wrap up the Jaws thing by just saying, "Fuck that guy. He's evil." (laughs) (laughs) Smile, you son of a. (laughs) Have you heard uh, about the fight between Bieber and Orlando Bloom? I I have. Yeah. Holy shit! Talk Uh, about like the gayest like, not not even gay. Gay Nothing nothing wrong with being gay. It's what what. the dumbest, like, sissiest... Talk about, like, Orlando Bloom, legless. Probably the... <laughs> most feminine, like... I don't know. Like, I would just... Ugh. He was kind of manly in Pirates. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's just... I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I hope Orlando Bloom... I hope they meet up again and hope Orlando Bloom kicks his ass. Because Justin Bieber pisses me off. But, golly, like, I guess it stems from, like... Orlando Bloom and his wife, I like, got a divorce, and uh, Bieber was seen with his wife or something, and then allegedly at that bar or something, Bieber said, I f- 
know, sit went up to Orlando Bloom or what something happened where Bieber said like I fucked your wife, and then Orlando Bloom just tried to cold cock him. And what would you do in that situation? I wouldn't try. I would succeed. I would get. I would get that old fucker. Man, picture still up at the Wow Hall, isn't it, Kane? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Rhett. Oh, I'm banned from the Wow Hall for some <laughs> for very similar situation. There's a actually, I doubt I'm banned anymore. I think it's changed ownerships. But for a while, I was banned from a venue in Eugene. Uh, Eugene, because I got in a fight. That's that. I mean, there's not much to the story. I got in a fight, but I didn't try. I succeeded. <laughs> I like hearing that story. It's awesome. A douchebag. I like hearing about up. your pain, Kane. I like hearing about it. Yeah. Your Tell pain. me again about your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I feed from your pain, Kane. Pain well, you're welcome to it, man. Someone's got to enjoy it. <laughs> I literally, I like live by like putting my tongue right up on your ass and I'm just like. <laughs> Ooh, look at that pain. But, uh, yeah, Orlando Bloom. <coughs> um, what do you think? Oh, I think what? It's stupid. What's stupid? <laughs> Orlando Bloom and Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah, it's re- I, I just think, God, talk about your, just like, even rich, I mean, the rich people fights are just I know. It's like. It's so dumb. They, like, can't, they don't even really get in fights. Their bodyguards block everything. So it's like, come on. They'll talk shit to each other. If I was rich, I'd never have a bodyguard. I'll never be rich. That's not even what I'm thinking about. Why not? Why wouldn't you have a bodyguard? Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe, like, obviously, if, like, my insurance company's like, you're worth a billion dollars, right? You need a freaking bodyguard. Or other, other people, people are going to be pissed. Like, sure, maybe I'd get some. But they'd be, like, hardened badasses. Like, they, you wouldn't even be able to tell I had bodyguards until you were dead. Kind of like the Secret Service. Yeah. Like, there's always Secret Service people you can see, but there's usually, like, two times that, or double times that amount that you can't see that are around you. <laughs> but it always makes me think, though, like, have you have you watched any Arrow? A tiny bit. I actually started dabbling into it a little bit. Oh, when I have okay. the time. I'm starting to get into it. It's actually really but good. It always makes me think about, like, when people, like, kind of, like, go into their like other rich people's houses or like into their businesses or whatever, like in superhero form or villain form, you know, they'll be like, what about the bodyguards? And they'll like drop all of their guns on there. Like they're like, it's trophies, yeah. <laughs> like just one by one, like drop like three or four pistols on the <laughs> ground. <laughs> bodyguards are very good. In real life though, I mean, how often do people actually get past bodyguards? I don't know. Um, Not very often. I haven't done like real bodyguard service, but... Um, kind of fake bodyguard service in a sense and I've worked with a lot of guys who have done like executive bodyguard service Yeah. Uh, like one of the guys I, I used to work with actually like did some security for this high roller who like was a gambler Yeah. and that's how he made his living he just went around and gambled and like one night he needed bodyguard service and he went up to Portland hired these guys and he just went from club to club and he just paid all the, you know, paid for his whole freaking, you know, following, plus his bodyguard to get into the club every, at every door. And, oh, there for 20 minutes left, go to the next one. Yeah. Like po- <laughs> poker or something? Is that what he was? Gambling. Like sports, poker, blackjack. Oh, okay. I mean, he just, 
I mean, he I'm was assuming he was pretty good or pretty lucky. I guess is the term. If yeah, he's, I mean, he's just. I mean, he's just a high roller. Like he just puts his money down and he wins money. I mean, you know, they say like to be to make a gambling at, uh, to make a living at gambling, you only have to be able to win like fifty five percent of the time. Oh yeah, I get, well that makes sense. Um, but I he he lives in Vegas and he makes his living off gambling. I don't, you know, be it horses or sports or yeah. I guess if you're smart about it and do your research, half the time it's not even gambling it's just yeah knowing the odds and you know and i guess like i i overheard him say like he just knows a lot of people and sometimes like information is just as valuable like when he's when he's gambling on sports like you know sometimes he'll people will pay off debts with him by saying like i'll give you something that can turn the bet in your favor next week or whatever it's like okay you know like this guy is uh this guy might be getting a divorce or something like that yeah and so that plays in, like, you know, to the emotional state of the game oh, I and stuff you. like that. So he's like, oh, like, this guy's this guy's an all-star, but he's not going to be on his game, so I'll bet against him. Yeah. You know? And just stuff like that. Or, you know, just oddball things. Yeah. Well, makes sense. And he takes it all into account, and he just makes, like, really educated guesses, basically. Okay. Um, but anyway, so he... But it's not, you know, he plays cards, too. Has and, he ever, did he ever have anybody try to... Obviously, he has a bodyguard. He wants bodyguards for a reason. Yeah. Um, so at some point, someone must have attacked him or tried to. Yeah, he said one time. Threatened he, him at one least. time. He said one time he was like run off the road or something. Oh shit! Uh, by a guy. Um. But luckily, like he just like managed to get out of his car and like book it, and he was fine. Could be a lie. I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah. But, but you know, these guys came work with him, and they haven't had a problem. And whenever he's up in Oregon, he calls him. So, and I mean, it's not like these guys too that are doing them are like hardened bat, you know, that are bodyguarding them aren't hardened badasses. You know, yeah. they they're just observant guys, and they're you know concealed carry and stuff like that. So if something really gets crazy, you know, they can defend this guy. But um, I don't know. I would like to think I wouldn't need bodyguards. I mean, I seem to do okay in confrontations. I mostly avoid them if I can help it. Yeah, but, that's a smart thing to do. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But, I, I don't know. Bodyguard service is very interesting. Literally Security interesting. business is interesting. Yeah. I know, because I know you, you're a security guard. At a, yeah, at a store. At an outlet, some kind of outlet store, right? Or kind of. No, it's just sporting goods store. Sporting goods store, and oh, I've heard some pretty funny shit. Huh? Yeah, no, we get some stories. It's funny, you know. It's, um, it's like I, I, every time I meet up with old buddies or like old high school friends or whoever, and it's like I'm always sort of ashamed to hear their stories of success. But then it's like I always have the best stories, yeah. you know. Like success, success doesn't bring good stories. <laughs> no, failure does. <laughs> Not that you're a failure, but I'm talking no, about me. I'm there's been some funny, yeah, funny failures and successes. I mean, <laughs> uh, had a guy, you know, fat old guy, get away wearing cheetah pants, <laughs> like cheetah tights, <laughs> and he's fat. <laughs> Just like he got away. Yeah, he outran us all. <laughs> um, cheetah pants, man. I know that's what it was. Uh, you know, and just a number of other things, but most of the time things go pretty well, and yeah. you, you know. Like I said, I tend to be pretty good at avoiding confrontation. I mean, 
just talk with people and you tell them what what's up and uh, um had this guy run the other other week he just flat out ran and and we chased him and uh there was like a knife involved so like it was kind of sketch at first but he tried to cut through these cars and he must have slipped on something and he goes face first and smashes his face on the oh. ground, bleeding everywhere. <laughs> so we just took him down. He still tried to put up a fight, though. We get inside, and well, he's good like, "For him, for not giving up." Yeah, no, that's, that's America. Well, when we get inside, <laughs> our thieves don't give up. We get inside, and we're all out of breath. And he goes, "He's like, dang, you guys must be pretty fast." We're like, "Yeah, you know, we're like, fuck yeah, we are, you motherfucker." You know, <laughs> we're just like, and he's like, "I don't know how fast do you think I was," and I was like, "Well, you know, you're pretty fast." And he's like, "I would have got away," and I was like. No, you wouldn't have. <laughs> like, he's like, I think I would have got away. I was like, no. no. You, you weren't wearing cheetah pants, man. Those guys get away. That's the difference. He really didn't want to get caught. The cheetah pants guy or this guy? This guy. What, what was he trying to steal? Uh, He put on a shirt. Tried to walk out with it and a hat. Left his shirt behind. Douche. The whole thing was just really weird. You know, and it's like hard because... You know, we apply, like, some sense of, like, logic to a lot of things. Yeah. But with a lot of thieves, I find that there tends to not be very much logic sometimes. Like, he, he picked up a knife and he put it down and then picked up another knife that was the exact same one and then bought it. And I was like, why did you hide that other knife? And he's like, I don't know. It just didn't feel right. I was going to take it. It's like, why didn't you just take it up and pay for it? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> the fuck, man? Fucking dumbasses. But, yeah, it, there's a whole lot of things, but, but, like, you ever get, like, because I've worked in, like, uh, I guess a small hardware store, and we had kids get busted from time to time, stealing stuff. Do you ever get, like, just regular kids doing it? Because I never saw yeah. adults get busted. I, I'm sure adults did it. I just never, I always, it was always, like, like 12-year-old uh... boys that would get busted, and then they cry because their dad was going to come. Yeah, I got a lot more. Them or I got a lot more kids when I worked at a grocery store. Yeah, you know, because it's like easy to pick up a candy bar, or easy to go to the alcohol aisle and pick up that MD twenty twenty, or <laughs> <laughs> you know, <coughs> I got a lot more kids in that sense. But I personally haven't got any kids at the store where I'm working now. But I, you know, some of my coworkers have. So I mean, they do it yeah. for sure. But they go for the things kids go for, you know, knives, airsoft guns, um, you know, whatever. Adults mainly seem to go for, like, clothing, ammo, um, knives, of course. Yeah. Fla a lot of flashlights. Just shit like that. It's kind of pathetic, really, but. All right, well, yeah, I guess that'll do it for today. I mean, we... Trying to get back into swing things. Oh. Get back into the swing of things. We got... Um, Try not to bore people to death too much. I mean, yeah. we're kind of... We're going to get back on the trainer once a week. And we got ND Brothers coming back as well this week. And also, we actually did record some other podcasts. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, some video game podcasts. With who? Uh, my buddy Lee. You know, he was on the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was on Duel of Taints with us. So, uh, Lee and... Uh, trying to get some, get his brother in on it too, but we're, uh, we have it in like segments right now, Yeah. but we'll get the first episode up pretty soon, pretty much as soon as we can come up with a name, which seems to be the main roadblock, uh, for our network. 
yeah. when it comes to new shows. Just coming up with a name. Except Dual Taints. And well, MD Brothers. <laughs> I know. Dual Taints was easy because it was like, I was like, Dual Taints. And you were like, like, that was just an accident. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, you had this look on your face. And I was like, it's pure and in my head, I was like, Dual Taints is stupid. And then you're like, no, dude, that could work. And I was like, all right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then ND Brothers, like. Uh, I've, it's always been hard for me to find names for like, like bands or like bands. Monster Addict. It's a stupid freaking name. Yeah. It was literally decided over two minutes via text. But it's also, I, and I it think, was like, eh, it's grown. I think it's like my favorite band name. I've really, I hate it, but it's like, eh, whatever. I don't know, <laughs> but it's because I had no dog in the fight with it. Like it didn't matter to me. I wasn't like, oh yeah, yeah, you, you know, I came in later, and then I was like, I always kind of thought Monster Edict was a silly name, oh, because yeah. I think a lot of people associate it with drugs and stuff like that. But then you get it, and it's like, you know, it's I'm sort of with you. I don't really like these like sentency type names, yeah, even yeah. though I tend to have them, but, <clears throat> but. I was just like, Monster Addict literally, like, means nothing. Uh, yeah. People think, oh, you guys like the energy energy drink? You're like, no, not really. No, it means literally nothing. Yeah. It's a name. Yeah. We needed a name to call the band. But I've gotten a lot of positive feedback on that. Yeah. But... Yeah, whatever works. Well, I gotta, t- I gotta, I really gotta take a shit now. I mean, <laughs> my system's still checking you need me to. You need me to wipe? <laughs> I might. I might. <laughs> cool, so, anyways, so uh... that's, that's Dual Attains for, for this week. Hopefully... You made it to the end, but we'll be back next week for sure, so stick around. Make sure you check back in with Andy Brothers. Anyways, well, I'm Kane. I'm Rhett. It's a trap.